How is everybody doing on this fine Tuesday afternoon, 4.37 Eastern Standard Time? What is going on? Had uh, two doctor's appointments today. I know if you saw my Instagram, you saw the black eyes, which is pretty sweet. But uh, we won't get into all that conversation. Uh, multiple facial fractures, by the way. And um, it's going to take three to six months to pretty much completely heal. Still, I got blood in my sinus. All kinds of crap going on right now with me. But I'm here for you here for all of us in the sports world. I'm here for Ohio State versus Michigan this weekend, uh, Saturday noon kickoff in Ann Arbor. And I told you I'm going to do a show every single day leading up to the game. Trying to get AJ Hawk on here as well. Anybody that wants to be on the show, you are welcome. Just DM me in any social media outlet and I will talk to you. And I'm trying to get my brother on here. So I just messaged him before I came on the podcast. So hope, excuse me, hoping to hear back from him very, very shortly to see if he'll come on at least maybe tomorrow's show, have a YouTube special. Um, probably going to do a couple YouTubes, a couple podcasts throughout the week. So we'll see what happens there. Not even going to get into the top headlines. We're going to get straight dive right into Ohio State versus Michigan. Have some uh, series history scores and game notables here and the rivalry uh it started let's see back way back in the day i think 1897 i believe is when they first met um the wolverines lead all time 58 51 and 6 and that was of 2020 so we're only ohio state's only seven games back i know if you don't um Let's see. Oh, yeah, he just texted me. So uh, update where he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be on the show until after the game on Saturday. He just said. So Zach, you if you want to be on my podcast or YouTube, you let me know. You're welcome anytime. So we're only. That's what the Michigan Wolverines always held over our heads. Is you know we dominate you, we beat you, we splatter you, we do whatever we got. But they always would say. I mean, I know Dad would say it all the time. At least we have all-time wins. We have the all-time wins in the all-time season history. But we're only seven games back, boys. Seven games from behind from any Michigan fan saying anything about anything about Ohio State and Michigan. The Buckeyes have won their last eight, including 15 of the previous 16 meetings. For 16 years, what is it, 16 years? I don't know It's it's a year's because they... Dipped. We're going to talk about that as well. The Jim Harbaugh dip um, for last year's COVID. Blaming it on COVID, Jim Harbaugh did. We're also going to talk a little bit about Jim Harbaugh as well. I should probably, I didn't look it up yet, but I should see his stats. And all. I know he's like 0-5 against Ohio State, which he shouldn't be at Michigan anymore anyways. But here we go. Looking into the history of the game. And they, had, they actually almost fought in a war. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Ohio and Michigan... Almost had a war back in 1835 for the city of Toledo. Fun history fact there if you didn't know that. 1835. Almost had a war. Now, six decades later, Michigan defeated Ohio State 36-0. It was the inaugural meeting between the two programs. Their very first meeting, October 16th, 1897. That was a long time ago. So this history dates back before the century mark. So we're over a century old in this rivalry. 
So the Buckeyes wouldn't score a single point against the Wolverines until 1904. And that's sad. It took one, two, three, four, five, five meetings. Michigan blew us out uh, back in the early 1900s. They lost uh, home in thir- Columbus 31 to 6. So back in 1904, and we still lost. We only got six points. So in, it looks like since till 1908, we only had six points on the board against Michigan. But again, this is a long, long time ago. So it took 13 losses and two ties over the span of 22 years before Ohio State came out victorious. Michigan's nine-game winning streak from 1901 to 1909 remains the longest of the rivalry. But wait, there's more. This was going to be... What what's, what do we say it was the last time that they won? I don't know if we even discussed that yet. Because we have we are on a six-game winning streak or something like that right now. Um, on the last eight. So we're only... One game from the all-time history there, um, for the longest in rivalry history, at least for the Ohio State and the game. So here's a completed list. I know you can't see it right now, but I have it up here. It dates back from October 16th to 1897, and it goes all the way until November 30th of 2019. Mind you, we didn't play in 2020 because of the John Harbaugh dip scenario. For the COVID situation. So I don't know what was the case, but it didn't happen. And then it's showing some little highlights here. It's talking about um, the 10 year war begins back in November 22nd, 1969, when all that started. So it's a kind of a big history of the Ohio State and uh, Michigan matchup. But I just kind of want to look at a little bit at the preview here. This is a really good article if you read Buckeye's Wire. Mark Russell does a very, very um, good article here. It talks about um, the Big Ten matchup, talks about, or the um, Ohio State and Michigan for pretty much a title. It's like I said, it's been it's probably been over a decade since this game actually really mattered in the Big Ten. Because it always matters every year to an Ohio State fan or a Michigan fan. But as it for the Big Ten to see who goes to the Big Ten championship, this game matters 100%. Plus, the CFP college football playoff um, layout is right there for Ohio State. Or Michigan, for that matter. If Michigan runs the table, I think they'll be in. If Ohio State obviously runs the table, we'll, we'll definitely be in. But... You got to talk about on the other side, though. I mean, I know I'm a big Buckeye fan, but if Michigan can pull off this win over Ohio State, that would catapult them into the top four. I'm sure they would pass Cincinnati for that. I'm sure that it would. And then it would probably be Georgia. It would probably just be a flip-flop. I don't think they'd put uh, Michigan above Alabama. It'd be really, really close. Alabama has to win out in the SEC to even have a chance to go into college football playoffs. But um, yeah, this is the two teams have combined 76 Big Ten titles throughout the 122 year history. 122 years. That's just crazy to me. We've been we've had this rivalry going on for so long. Um, like we said, Ohio State defeated Michigan uh, 56-27 in 2019. The game was canceled due to COVID-19 protocols, but we all know what really happened. Wink, wink. Um. Here's their game plan. I just kind of briefly rushed uh, rushed over this, and 
<clears throat> I kind of kind of might want to read it, but um, it means to be seen if Corum will play on Saturday. Oh, say so. Corum, the running back for Michigan, might not even play. So if he does, he's kind of a shifty back that can give Ohio State some fits. I know that was what they said about the Michigan State guy uh, running back, and he didn't do anything. He might have been hurt though. I don't know what was going on, but I, I, he didn't do anything. So let's see. What is this here? Um, the Wolverines come into the game as the number two rushing team in the conference, averaging close to 220 rushing yards per game. Hassan Haskins is a thousand yard rusher and is the thunder to Blake Corum's lightning. So it's kind of a one-two punch. I've never watched a Michigan game this year, so I don't know anything about this. That's why I was going to bring in my brother um, and talk about it because he's he's probably, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this, he's probably a bigger Michigan fan than I am an Ohio State fan. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. M- maybe not just this year or maybe not last year or whatever, but over the course of since my brother's been watching college football, he knows like every single year and he could probably tell you and break down every single game in Ohio State and all that stuff. And I don't know if he knows all the stats, individual stats and all that, but he'll tell you he knows the games now. So um, Cora might not play. A change of pace running back has been out with an injury since November 6th against Indiana. So this will be the best defense Ohio State has seen all year. The Wolverines give up less than 300 yards per game. So that's going to be tough. Uh, Michigan sack master. I know my brother talked about this guy, Aiden Hutchinson. David Ajabo will have to be accounted for. Ajabo has 10 sacks on the year. Hutchinson has nine and a half. So this is what we were talking about. I talked about a little bit briefly yesterday is the defensive line of Michigan. That's going to be really tough. Um, That was probably one of the main topics that probably Ryan Day is going to have to talk about here with his team. Cool thing that, uh, little side note, CJ and all them and Ryan, Coach Day and all that, was at that little fun, uh, what is that, f- feeding the, the homeless and stuff like that um, last night. That was really cool. I saw that. Um, I, I, I follow Letterman Row. I said Letterman Row yesterday, but I also do, um, oh shoot, 11 Warriors. This is where I'm getting this article too. I believe this is 11 Warriors article, I think, but I like 11 Warriors stuff too. Um, so anyways... So when it comes to the OSU offense and the uh, Michigan defense, it could be a matchup of the irresistible force against the immovable object. I like that. Um, so it's going to be a give and take, pull, pull here, especially in the trenches. I love the trenches matchup, how the offensive line is going to match up against the defensive line because that's what it pretty much is the key right there. There's your key team uh, stat of the day. In the trenches, D-line versus O-line. And whoever gets the push is going to win. That's all it is. Who wants it more? Who's tougher? Who wants it? Here's some key players in the game. Obviously, C.J. Stroud, the Heisman hopeful. He's moved up to the top of the list. Shook off the early season growing pains. The freshman QB, he's a he's a redshirt freshman. Regarded as one of the two likely Heisman candidates. Stroud has put up video game-like numbers, but he hasn't had a Heisman moment yet that voters may uh, many times look for. I think he did last week against Michigan State. Um, if he can carve up a stout Michigan defense, he may wrap up the award. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking that as well. If he can beast mode and his numbers look as good as they did against Michigan State. And this Again, here's some stats, folks, for you. C.J. Stroud's first half. This is the first half, guys, against the number seven Michigan State team. 29-31, 
393 passing yards, six touchdowns. First half, they sat him. They sat him in the second half. I think he played one drive to start the second half, and they sat him. And I, I was I was really wanting him to get that seven uh, touchdowns and break the record. He has like a five-person tie for the most touchdowns for a Ohio State quarterback in a game. But that remains to be seen. Still chamber, Chambers, we're looking at key players in this game for Ohio State. Steel Chambers, a linebacker, uh, went from fourth string running back to being the Buckeyes' best linebacker in a matter of months. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. He was considered, he was a running back. He switched over. Now he's really good. Um, says he's a soft-spoken leader. will be a key in an Ohio State win. Uh, let's see. Um, there are some predictions and outcomes that they've already talked about. Um, they have one of the couple guys here have the score 42-31. I think that's actually going to be a little bit close. Ohio State's favored by 7.5. Actually had 8 on ESPN. Um, so I think it's actually going to be... Every time I kind of say something, I, I really I really think that Ohio State's going to dominate. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding about that. But we'll get back to that here in a second. Are you ready for this, though? Are you ready for this? Because let me let me get this the other one potted up real quick um, for us in the next segment. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about um, the ducking for Jim Harbaugh last year. So Jim Harbaugh and players talk claims Michigan ducked Ohio State. Long losing streak and Buckeyes lopsided win over the Michigan State. So it's almost the exact same thing. So... It just repeated history repeat itself really, really quick within a year because Harbaugh ducked Ohio State after the Michigan after Ohio State dominated Michigan last year. And now you can't duck us now because we're gonna dominate, dude. So um here's pretty much kind of a two-sided hypocrite Jim Harbaugh is. So it's pretty much saying about guarantees and what Coach Harbaugh was saying about um on Garen's, it says something here. Here's what the Wolverines are saying ahead of Saturday's game. So they're saying, um, I know some people like to get up and pontif- pontificate. Oh, that's a big word for me about a thing they did in the past and have a lot of long stories about that. But I'm not one of those kind of guys. This was 30 years ago that Jim Harbaugh said, okay. And now, what he would do if a okay. So on what he would do if a player guaranteed a win, okay. This is what Harbaugh would do. Again, I'm not a guy that likes to talk about things that happened 35 years ago. I know some do, but I'm not one of them. End quote. On the game having high stakes, but also being a rivalry game, it's both really, right? It's both those things. Both those teams have a lot on the line. It's a true playoff in that sense. But here we go. In the college football playoff world, this is the start of the playoffs. The team that wins will advance. The team that doesn't won't. That's really smart. It is that it's also the big game, the game, the rivalry, baby. On not being able to play last year, obviously there's no need to hype it. The things we just talk about, it's a playoff game. It's a rivalry game. I don't know. He's He sounds kind of stupid. But what's funny is that he was guaranteed. Was it last year or whatever he said? He said, we're going to win or die trying or something like that. I forget, I forget what it's something about uh, guaranteeing a win or something that they did last year. It was a couple years ago or something like that that they did. I was trying to prove a point there, but I kind of forgot the what I was talking about. But it has like, um, on not being able to play last year. Okay, 
on this game's impact on the team's legacy. Here's Harbaugh. It's a huge opportunity in that regard, whether it's said or not said, it's known. Okay, our on Michigan's beat Ohio drill. It's a run drill, run drill, and a run stopping drill. All runs, all runs are between the tackles. Okay. So on CJ Stroud, yeah, phenomenal. CJ is a fantastic player. He's doing, we saw it in high school when he played, knew he was going to be really good, and he's bringing it all to life, playing great. Um, so here's like, it's almost just like a little rundown from Ohio State. Off of um, 11 Warriors, and they're having everybody talking about um, kind of the ducking, the streaks, and lopsided win over the Bucks or over the Michigan State. I'm trying to see on whether they saw the Ohio State versus Michigan State score. Oh, this is this is Aiden Hutchinson now, your big time defensive lineman or whatever. Yeah, a couple guys were talking about it in the locker room. Obviously, you want to ignore it, but it's kind of staring at you right in the face. Hutchinson told John Jansen on the Inside Michigan Football Radio Show. So we were talking about it. We saw the score, but we know we are at the big house. This is a game of matchups. This is a game of execution. The better team is going to come out on top. That's Ohio State. On silencing the critics. This is, again, Aiden Hutchinson right now. Zach, if you're listening. The defensive end. I think we've silenced the critics for the most part. We have this one final test against Ohio State. Um, on the chance to beat Ohio State, I just want to walk off the, that field as a winner knowing I was on the team that beat Ohio State. Then you got Cade McNamara on here, Josh Ross. I don't know that guy, but Cade McNamara is on here. On Ohio State blowing out Michigan State. Overall, ever since the Michigan State game, we just made it an emphasis that we just had to win every game from now on. So, and they beat Maryland and all that stuff. So they actually beat Maryland pretty convincingly. So that was good for Michigan, at least their, uh, you know, at least their uh, confident level. But um, number four, I mean, as of right now, I think they're number four. Um, I think tonight at 7.30, I believe, uh, we can see where they're at. But I think Ohio State's going to probably move up to two, especially since Oregon lost, obviously. So it's going to be Georgia. Ohio State, then I don't know who's going to be three and four. Um, I don't know, does, does Cincinnati bust up in there? That'd be freaking cool. Um, so it's about 62% chance, the matchup predictor here. Big money tickets there in a ticket line. You ready for the ticket? $209. That's the lowest you can get um, to go to the big uh, Michigan Stadium, the big house. Stroud looking good over McNamara. Henderson looking good over Haskins. Um, Smith the Jigba looks way better than Johnson. So it's pretty much individual accolades. It's pretty much Ohio State over Michigan. The only way Ohio State, I see Ohio State losing if we beat ourselves. So we need to stay composed, keep our composure, stay within yourself. Everybody, don't mess the lanes up. Stay in your gaps, stay in your lanes, um, make tackles. Just pretty much simple. As long as we play simple, physical, hard-nosed football and it starts in the trenches I believe it always starts in the trenches and whoever wins the battle at the line will win the game that's just how I feel I'm an old school guy like that and I think Ohio State's going to run all over Michigan because we got we can do it in the past and we can do it all you got to do is um, block those two guys and do your blocking assignments on the O-line 
Get your blocking assignments, block them, and you're good. They're going to try. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably, it'll probably be really close in the first half. I'm sure it will be really close. Or if not, Michigan leading at the first half, before the, uh, at the half. I hear it mark my words, boy. I mocked them well. Um, they might, Michigan might be up by a field goal or so at halftime. But like I said, Coach Day gets those kids so fired up, man. I don't know what he says in them halftime uh, locker room, but they're ready to come play, and they're just going to dominate in the second half. Like I said, Ohio State's only favored by eight, over under 64 and a half. I want to call it right now here on a Tuesday, 4.58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Tuesday afternoon. Ohio State will cover the spread easily. I'm almost thinking that we'll beat them like Michigan State. It, probably, it won't be that high. We'll probably win by at least at least two touchdowns at the big house. Um, over under 64.5, yes. That is covered. We're going to go over on that. And like I said, Ohio State has won every single game except the Oregon game. That was early in the season, so people have pretty much forgotten about that one. And the last time Michigan lost was against Michigan State back in uh, October 30th. They barely lost. Michigan came back and won that one. So 23 degrees at kickoff. It's going to be sunny, though. That's going to be really cold. Um, Like I said, uh, Ohio State by 8, and 64.5 is the over-under, and I have Ohio State winning by at least two touchdowns. I'm calling it right now. So we're going to be – I did the predictions. I'll probably keep talking about the predictions um, over the course of this week. So if you guys want to DM me and want to be on my show, let me know. Rock and roll, baby. AJ, let's talk sports all day, every day. Get AJ Hawk on here. AJ, what are you doing? Love you guys. God bless.